0: There's a fight at the library.
1: Oh, be know? quiet for a minute now. David showed up with the with, Jeep uh, with Rodney, who they fucked up his car, and then he pats him on the back and walks by him. He's really saying, I'm not with you guys anymore. That's it, okay? And Oops. then Ada's <laughs> Enough Girl and Joan Jed Girl were walking by, and they're like, we need to teach those broads a lesson. They're all snooty. So there's plans for them too, okay? And now we do arrive at the library and they're just fucking with the library and throwing the books on them. It's just sort of believable in the real world. And like you said, where are the teachers? Where are the parents? Where are the adults? Where's the faculty?
0: Look at this guy.
1: Oh! He would go on to write a great uh, book about acting,
0: apparently,
1: that uh, that. Uh, David thinks every actor should have on a shelf so he's like oh well, I'm help yeah that. he goes, I'm gonna help that guy and Mark is like, come on man look they're already on to you you're 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 not one of the click you better get ch-. you know they're just having strife between the two of them. are you with us or without us
0: you know I read that guy's acting book it was actually it was called Massacre of Central High uh, acting the Don'ts and Don'ts of acting.
1: The book drop with your pinky raised in the air. The don't,
0: don't, do <laughs> don't. And also, don't. Oh, how am I going to alphabetize this?
1: <laughs> no. Oh, the, would you, what is uh, that?
0: What is Dewey that Decimal. number? What's, can you read that? What, 800? Oh, is that literature? Seven, what is that? That's, uh, comic like books 14 dots of course they
1: all came off the same bookshelf he'll have no problem but what's right. happening here is david is doing what he did with spoony um <clears throat> with this guy named arthur and he's saying look we can let's fight these guys let's beat these guys and you're like I- i'm a sheep <laughs> this guy arthur he his name is dennis court he was on like all of them early tv Sanford and Son, Walton, Swiss family Robinson, Rhoda MASH, it is enough oh. fantasy island. And that's it.
0: Well, I mean, he seems like a perfect mash guy, right? Like he'll be on a stretcher and he'll be like, Well, I or no, he'll be in the cot. And the you know, hey father, father my, can I uh, you think I'll ever oh I don't know, son, right? Yeah, or that's do you think right.
1: No, he was on one episode. I'm sure he had some bit part. Now, here's the girls that they want to straighten out, right? And they're so snobby. And we're about to have the most horrific, horrible scene ever. You see the guy on the left? He's an Israeli. And he was a heartthrob. He was in Playgirl. He used to dance for Chippendales. See that guy wow. there with the chin, the blonde one? He's yeah, right. a therapist. He, he, like the others, had an early TV career. <clears throat> okay, this is just more boyfriend and girlfriend strife. I'm getting tired of this bullying thing, and I want out. But I don't want out because I love you, Mark. But meanwhile, what's going on upstairs
0: is they're going to rape those girls. Look oh, at that. Oh, is he trying to distract his girlfriend while they do that? No, he, I don't. I don't. He think doesn't know about
1: he it. Understands that it's a rape. And she's like, why are you pulling my arm? Let go. And he goes, come with me and hang out. Let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. And she's like, I am I I just. I like you. I just want to go home. So he's like, fine. And by the way, your friends aren't such snobs anymore. They're partying with Bruce and, and Craig. And she was like, uh-huh, party. Partying? And then she
0: party. goes, back. yeah. What, a second floor bathroom? <laughs> Man. Right by right, David's so bar. She's like, wait a minute, I can't get a ride. But wait, what did he say? All right, so she's well, gonna her
1: big deal was Friday the thirteenth. That's that was her
0: that's what that's she a pretty good saying, big I mean. thing. Yeah. Oh, you know, I would sue her for being such a vigilant uh camp counselor.
1: Okay, you see this horrific, horrific thing. They're pulling her yeah, right. out here. <clears throat> And they're making eight is enough, yeah. Lonnie o, o, Brady, watch. And then, so Teresa comes in all swarming. and he's like, I'm waiting for my friends. Will this take long? She's really handling it. You know what I mean? Right. She's not afraid at all. She's poised. He goes, look, if it wasn't for Mark, I would beat the hell out of you. Get off of me, Bruce. Get out of here before. I'm just kidding. You're Mark's girlfriend, but get out of here. Right. Wow. There's a there's a home monitor. Well, no, it's David. David's going to catch what's going on. He's going to straighten this shit out right now. He stunt choreographed this, or stunt coordinated this whole fight. He
0: he he fight doctorated. Right. Ow! I'm hitting the nose. Listen, I'm a fight doctor, and I fought doctored many a scene before.
1: Mike, what is that joke? He's he's talking like a caveman. Okay, see that punch? He's real proud of it, and he's going to get knocked over. He's proud of that one too. I read two interviews with this guy, and he talks
0: about. Yeah. It. Ow. Really? Hey, Carl, didn't you say that they break, like the guy gets hurt, physically hurt, and they they keep the scene going? Look at those. Yeah, you see her boobs. I did. I
1: said, look at those. Okay, now. They're going to get put away, her boobs, okay? And that's important for a continuity error, which I think is pretty major later. Look, okay, her boobs are put away now, see?
0: Right, okay, Okay. so what's the continuity error? Boobs are put away, all right? Boobs are put away. Okay, so, so far, the continuity is accurate. Okay. What could possibly change it? Okay, now watch. Boobs are out, and she's in public. She wouldn't button up. Oh, my God.
1: In public.
0: Damn. She would go on what? to be an heroin addict and die. Did you wow. see that? Scene? That's like a Ferris Bueller joke right there. Yeah.
1: Now, look, oh. where is he going? He's going after uh Teresa, who kind of stormed really? out. Yeah. David. was beat the shit out of the bullies for the first time ever? He he went in on the situation and it was he stopped it like a cock and he beat the crap out of that.
0: Right. But so but that's not technically a massacre, even though it was Central High. Look at her cool car, man. It's a convertible beetle. Beep beep. Oh, it's gorgeous. These these convertibles are perfect for this location.
1: Look how California,
0: right? It, well, yeah, I mean that's the that's the vibe you get.
1: Boom Mike. Boom Mike top right.
0: Yeah, there you go. Oh, I thought you remember she was walking.
1: The director never saw this film in the because of the music, he refused to watch it. He hated the music so much he never watched it. He'd go to film festivals, talk to everyone, be everywhere, and then they would say, "Ladies and gentlemen, the film." And he would get up and like go outside to the parking lot and hang out, smoke pot, go back in when it was done.
0: He was like, this movie is about a massacre using bombs. And now my movie, speaking of bombs, I will be outside while this movie plays. Because it's a bomb? Yeah, the movie was a bomb, wasn't it?
1: The movie was like a grindhouse movie. You know what I mean? It went to the horror film
0: things. Drive-ins and such. It did. Yeah. You mentioned horror film. Is this movie scary yet? Not yet. All right. Uh, this guy's creepy. Yeah, he's hurt. He, oh, no, there's the van. Look, they got like lawn furniture in the van. They're all hurt after getting their asses kicked. You see his shirt is Oh, off. Yeah. They're all they're all worn out in the back of the van with their shirts off.
1: Now the guy with the shirt off, his daughter would go on to be in the Olympics. It's a kind of big deal. Um, let's see, what is it? Um uh American Israeli Olympic show jumping rider. So it's horses. She wow. for Israel. Her name's Ashley Bond. His name's Steve Bond, but it's not. It's <laughs> Shlomo Goldberg, but his name is Steve Bond, um, and he's from Haifa, in Israel. He was in Tarzan, the Jungle Boy, in '68, and but he was in Playgirl in '75, and that really launched him. And right. had to in eighty, he had to go do his military time. He was a daytime actor on General Hospital for years. He did a bare-chested pinup poster in eighty four that was sold a lot. He was a Chippendales guy.
2: He did bad There's...
1: films,
0: gas pump girls. You know, uh huh. That's a good film. What are you talking about? Sorry, it much. really. It's, a, it's an interesting He's character definitely... portrayal please don't find out if that's on YouTube. <laughs> I don't
1: know why I want to save myself from that film. Any film you give me, I'm going to have to endure. But I'm this am not a that. good
2: plot.
0: You know, I saw a movie title, I think I, uh, on a streaming service called like Bikini Island Car Wash. And I'm like, you know, you could at least pretend it's like a real location, you know. <laughs> Bikini Island. It used to be, you could just say Springfield Car Wash, and it's applied, and you're like, you know, I can't wait to see this, but just flat-out bikini party. party. Ski party. You don't have to (laughs) say (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay so Steve Harvey comics he's okay so they're in the van going we're gonna fuck him up and then Mark right. goes wait a minute you dummies this guy just beat your ass don't you think he'd be more valuable with us it's like he never wants to be with us he goes let me talk to him I mean they were like he has a point like okay he kicked our ass but now he sees his girlfriend and David skinny dipping
0: yeah right which is definitely a uh... That means your relationship is over, right? Like skinny dipping crosses Like, oh, We just went skinny dipping.
1: We're not going to see... their relationship's not going to end. He's going to have weird emotions. And he's going to go back to the van and say, I, I talked to him and he's not in. But it isn't like because he wants him to get beat up. I don't know. It's weird. <clears throat> also, they're not... Like, Teresa admits to him later, I asked him to make love to me, and he refused because of you. So that means Teresa was going to cheat, and they're still boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, it's no problem.
2: Right, yeah, yeah.
1: He auditioned for uh, Han Solo in 75. He didn't get it.
0: Oh, <laughs> Uh Chewie, what are they? Uh,
1: cool. now, this is... The scene in which
0: shit gets real and things change for David. Oh, I should mention that car audition for American Graffiti. (laughs) Look at the Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek.
1: He was trying. He was being friends with Rodney uh, saying, look, let me help you fix your car and stuff. Now they're like, come out here and get beat like a man. and He won't come out. You know, he he actually auditioned for Rodney. That's the part, and they gave him the lead. Now look, oh, it, he was he the... to Jack, Ooh. and it hurts him ah. right bad. Really fucks up his legs. His one Ooh, leg. no, no more running ah. for this guy. Protecting no, out from pain.
0: That, you know that's painful. We know what it is. Like your fear of like if something really painful happens, how am I going to react? And you watch some movie shot in California where the guy, like, passes out of pain. You're like, no problem. I can handle that. I'll just pass out in pain. And then I'll yeah. cut to the next scene. The guy who wrote the acting book included that. Oh, right. The don'ts and don'ts of acting. <laughs> yeah. What I learned on the set of uh, Massacre in Central High.
1: Now, all we're learning here is David refuses to see them. He won't let them into the hospital room with, you know, he can't see, you know. Now look, this is funny. David showed up to audition for Rodney. He walks in, there's the director. He's from Holland with this thick accent. Right. <clears throat> and he's the, oh, there are the only two in the building. And he goes, I, he goes, how's it going? And he's not from America. So he didn't go fine. Cause he doesn't know that expression. And he goes, how's it going? Terrible. He said, I have to cast 15 parts. And so, so David, which is his real name's um, Daryl. He, he said, he was just being a men, He said, you know, he read the script, he took him about an hour, he gave him a bunch of names of people who were his friends who we knew from TV and such, you know, good actors. And so the next day he read for the part of Rodney, which he had researched, so that which is stupid. <laughs> so the next day, okay, we're going to beat up your car, look sad, so the next day, the director calls him at home and goes, I want you to play the lead. And David goes, did you talk to my agent? He goes, no. And he goes, well, call her
0: and hung up the phone.
1: It's weird, right?
0: So well, maybe he's, it's a is that professional like you would want to hear it from. He, he, he wants to get paid, right?
1: He, so the agent calls him back right away and goes, Did you just hang up on a director offering you the lead? He goes, Yeah, I didn't expect that. I was shot. I was stunned. He goes, Well, call him back right now. And she slammed the phone down. So she, he called. You know, it, it, it's just funny. What ended up happening is he would help and do everything on the set. They became fast friends, him, the director, and the director's wife. He would go over to their rented house in Hollywood Hills, like, every day, and even the nights. He practically lived there. They became fast friends for life.
0: Weird. Now, here's this movie. after three This movie's like a launching pad for everything but the movies, like friendships, CGI. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Acting books. Revenge of the Nerds uh t- tv movies is that tv shows that took place uh from 1974 to 1981
1: so you can see he's got a hurt leg okay and basically right. like i want to thank you for not ratting us out you never told anything you know well he's like well i'm not a squealer you see david's changed now look how the film stock has brightened you i think, think
0: it's because he changed
1: <laughs> no, I see the change reel screen, too.
0: Oh, the change reel, right, yeah. You can tell David's changed because there's a big circle above his head. <laughs> he's, it's a halo. Right, they, then they have to change the reel.
1: Okay, here's step one of the new David, okay?
0: No longer a convertible driver.
1: Look at Paul, he's so proud of his van, and he's so proud of his chin.
0: You can hear the dog in there. Oh, look at that bum leg. Yeah, you know that's thank God he wears bell bottoms because they're a lot easier to put. On look what he's skin. doing. He's cutting the gas line. No, wait, what's it called? He's that's cutting what the, I thought too. The brake line, right? Is that that's what they do? What in I thought too. But he's
1: not. It was on the hang glider. Right. Oh, the wait a minute. Well, okay. In the early scene, he goes, what do you want to do? Let's drive around and show David the place. Hey, let's go hang gliding. Let's go surfing. Right. So they introduced that they hang glide.
0: Hey, and, and student parking lots, student lots, do you like leave your your hand, your uh, wind sailing shit on top of the roof? If you're a rich guy from Burbank, California, if you're from, Yeah. You do. I mean, that's ridiculous. You I mean, you in second period someone would steal your fucking wind jammies. I mean
1: <laughs> look how big it is though.
0: Uh, look at wind jamby. I'm wind he jamming.
1: Intense. Look at that man.
0: Wind jamming. What's So is funny this somebody... the
1: it's like when you fold a paper airplane? That's really right. what's going on
0: here. Oh I know. It's it's the bare minimum of safety in there. But he cut the wire of, of this guy's Hangling. wind jamming Yeah. Hang glider? When, wind jamming. Wind jamming. Hand
1: glider? It's called wind
0: jam. Is it? A hand glider?
1: Called wind jamming?
0: Wind jam? So Wind jamming. Oh, jamming. No, you're right. It's off. a hand glider. So, is this so he cut the wire or the hand oh. glider?
1: I'm not answering Wait. that question, Mike. <laughs> but what, six, six.
0: Yes. But what's the yes, result? Yes. Yes, he did. Okay, so but what's the wire mean? Like, he can't turn left? He can't hit the brakes? He can't turn the do not do not explode signal? Yeah, the do not explode signal. Oh, no, the do not explode signal has been cut off. I'm going to explode. <laughs>
1: Whatever could that wire do? He can't right turn. He can't left turn. He can't press the do not explode button. <laughs> He's do. Oh, what he's going to do, what, okay, what that wire was leading to was the do not get electrocuted button. And he what do you mean? It. He, it was leading to the do not get electrocuted button, and he snipped the wire. That means electrocution
0: is imminent. He was it, ghost or davis How the fuck did he predict this would happen? <laughs> well, he, he changed in the hospital. But Carl, like, did he have a premonition? Was it like that Christopher Walken movie, Dead Zone, where he gets, like, we, shake we hands? and he's we, like We don't see the scene. Oh, no, what's wrong? Uh, oh, a, his... Oh, the... Oh!
1: Get an button.
2: Oh! Get an button.
0: <laughs> oh, my mannequin! Is this the death of mannequin, too? Oh. Sylvester Stallone, dead. Frank Stallone.
1: Yeah, that's right. Oh. alone. Okay, now look. This yeah, is look- Teresa with her beautiful knockers. And she is with Mark. They were not witness to... Wait, but they were with Okay, this doesn't make sense because Mark just right. saw his friend die. You know what I mean? Like, this scene is, has no purpose. They weren't in some oh. relationship thing that led up to it. They're just doing it on the beach.
0: With a fireplace. So their friend died, you're saying. So they're like, let's fuck on the beach. Okay, I'll get some fire, driftwood uh, and we'll light up a torch and then and we'll have to... You see how they roll? Ah, tacky. Rookie. Rookie move in the beach.
1: <laughs> with all the sand in the crack your
0: butt. Yeah. Rookie move. A lot of sandwiches if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what a witch sand crack oh meanwhile the high school at night
1: now he's got a poop real bad but he's holding it in
0: no he has a bum leg don't you remember they oh, dropped the
1: car because oh, 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 oh. i've been there before are you sure like you stiffen up look he's what do you do, do you... oh no he's not
0: Ooh, janitor craig pool, pool closed the janitor that's a, that's an adult. We finally... Okay, so, yeah, that's
1: right. The handwriting of an adult appears in the film. <laughs> we will see adults in the very last segment.
0: He's about to go to five office.
1: Okay. Now what he-, he learned was the pool's going to be closed. Okay? That's what he learned. Now, in the real world, you know, a janitor wouldn't write to Craig. You, you see... Bruce is dead now. Craig's father m- made the pool. I don't know why he would get a little
0: He keeps bringing it up, Craig. What an asshole. Yeah, I get it, your brother. Yeah. yeah. Who made the locker rooms, Craig said.
1: I could fill this pool with money and swim in it. Shut up, Craig.
0: Shut up, Scrooge McCra- you know,
1: Look, David cut the lights so Craig can't see, and he's about to dive.
0: To uh, a pool
1: full of gold coins, but David cut the "Do Not Drain the
0: Pool" button. Jesus, <laughs> do not drain the pool! Look at this—the triple Lindy of death.
1: I'm I'm a stunt man. Oh no! I'm I know not
0: show the splatter. No water.
1: That's right, they don't. It's really cheap.
0: Well, it was pretty impressive. You got to see a guy shirtless, uh buff guy, do slow motion death dive. Okay, now, I don't see it happen, okay? But Mark
1: elbows a guy in the nose, and it breaks his nose. Uh, oh, yeah, it's Rodney. See oh. Rodney there on the right? Uh, yeah. Dad? He's supposed to get elbowed in the nose by Mark, but I never see it happen. But it, but it, it, hurt, it breaks his nose in real life. Right
0: now, right now. Oh, the camera moved. <laughs> see, look, broken.
1: It was broken. That, right? Wait, right there. Watch for no, it. No. Oh. Nope. See, it didn't happen. The internet claims he got real life hurt. Oh, that guy got hurt, and um, you see his nose is broken throughout. The- okay, never mind. Screw you,
0: internet. Hey, wait. So, was this next? This is the afternoon or next morning? I think. Did they <laughs> close the school?
1: See, that's the thing. It doesn't make any sense in the real world. You've had a student die in a hang gliding accident. There's no counselors or like, No. now you've had a guy die on the school grounds. You would have it roped off. You'd have cops. You'd have, but no, they're just like, it's like that movie we saw, Concord, 7, Concord 79. Like yeah. they would shoot missiles at the plane. They said they would land and go, that was a close one. Okay, come on. Or <laughs> London. You know, they just keep flying.
0: Wow, well, that was well, cool. would, You would figure the other rich sports would be nervous, like polo team would cancel and the uh, lacrosse team would cancel and the the, the, the skiers would cancel. It's not Maybe a sports
1: had... murderer.
0: Well, only rich sports, like hand gliding. And, uh, polo? Okay.
1: My so dad happened- owns a pool. What happens now is they're all hanging out and they're talking about, like, what's going on? Bruce died, then Craig died. The bullies are going away. So the two remaining bullies, Mark and Paul, show up and he. Paul goes, break it up. Okay, everybody scatter. And they just <laughs> ignore what he says. They just ignore him. So David's like, why don't you fuck off, Paul? And Mark's like, come on, David. Let's come on, Paul. Let's fuck off. So see, things are changing now. And they're like, David, yeah. Yay. You. We appreciate nice it. Now, David still has to poop very badly. It's a constipation. Yeah. Now You can Paul, tell by the way he walks. Yeah. Because but- I've been there before. You stiffen up.
0: Now, he snipped the what, wire of the hand glider. If it, it's smooth sailing for like very several scenic scenes, just when he goes over the electrical wire, that's when the hand glider falls apart due to the
1: cut. Wire. it was no do not electrocute. If he would have sailed right over that safely had he not snipped that wire. Okay. Um, now it's really weird. It doesn't make sense in the real world. Uh Paul was like come on, Mark, we're the only bullies left. We got to double down here. It's like as if they're d- supporting an, an empire that's crumbling. You know what I mean? It doesn't oh, make yeah. any sense.
0: Now, well, you know, it's the moose versus the jug heads. So you got you to gotta <laughs> keep the work going.
1: No, it doesn't. Okay, there's no jug Okay, there's only meese. M- all right. So if this, now, if this high school, said, yeah. Teresa's like, why won't you talk to me, David? And David's like, just forget about me. I mean, he's changed,
0: you know? Right, he's changed. Now, if this was Saved by the Bell, who would be Zach and who would be Slater? I, on purpose,
1: never watched that show, so I don't know the character. Uh, I know, because it's so stupid. Like, no. nowadays, we look back at it and laugh like it's retro fun. But if you watch right. the show, it was painful.
0: Well, then what it was was you know how like high school you you kind of watch shows about high school to see what high school is about and you kind of yeah. project yourself and exactly. sometimes it's wish fulfillment and sometimes it's fantasy the the kids from saved by the bell were like so popular mm-hmm. and literally no one else existed other than them and uh yeah. you get it wasn't like archie where they were popular kids they were like mega archie like if they were super super cool all of them you know Like even to Diamond, like to Diamond was chosen as Screech, you know, it was just like, we like to hang out with Screech, but it was just like, you know, there was no balance to it whatsoever. They were just like the super popular California high school kids.
1: I know the name Screech. I don't know, to Diamond or
0: whatever you said. Dusty Diamond. He was the actor and uh, he passed away recently.
1: Now, listen, I don't understand. Why would Paul be out there surfing? I mean, two of his friends have died. You know what I mean?
0: It's a rich sport. That's why.
1: Let's go to the beach and surf, and we can remember our friends. He's not even sad. That Israeli had buns of steel, and he's gone.
0: It's like we got to remember our friends who died of freak uh, athletic sports. I don't have time. I got to go surfing during the wind, during, you know. I think it's weird.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Why why is Mark have three nipples? Oh, now he's it's gone. Continuity. A,
0: he has a chest wound, Carl.
1: Yeah, see that? That's a third that's a uh, nubbin.
0: A nipple? He's got no, a nubbin. it's it's gangrene. No. It's a zombie. no, wait, it's uh he's been dead for two days. Don't his feet turn a
1: specific I'm not going to say which ocean that is, because I don't want to get too pacific. But, um, oh. <laughs> yeah, whale, whale on the Beach. He gained 30% be- of this movie.
0: Uh, my agent told me I'll get the role of Orca if I show up in this film.
1: Spoonie would go on. Robert Carradine would go on to do
0: Orca. Yeah, I like Orca. I remember Orca. The Jaws Off. I never saw it. I saw it on TV. I think it was either Channel 11 or maybe like NBC had Orca.
1: Wait a second. Are you sure that wasn't Mork and Mindy? Because he was from Orca.
0: He wasn't from Orca. Yeah. No, no. This was Orca. It was about Lady Planet.
1: Now, look. Here is a physical thing that happens. Paul gets into his van like a dummy. And David clubs him on the head. The door closes by magic
0: right well, i never liked this van at all
1: good it's going bye-bye right now look at david
0: pushing Wait, it. are you saying van gogh
1: yes this is a great work of art it's a van gogh <laughs> Should I steal that for the open bike? Uh,
0: yeah, that's not even worth driving I over know, to the
1: No, it's not. I'm trying to come up with some material. Listen, if you don't give me any material tonight, I'm going to have to go to Joanne Fabrics because I need material. Do you guys have Joanne Fabrics in California?
0: No, but that's a great joke. I'm, I'm aware of Joanne Fabrics. I think we have uh, Hobby Lobby Fabrics. Yeah, no, wait, We have uh, Michael's yeah. Art and Fabric uh, Outlet.
1: Unfortunately for Paul... They have a big stock of ketchup in the back of the van, and it's spilling all over the place. It's yucky.
0: Oh, is he going to die by van? Mm-hmm. <laughs> whoa! The cameraman's like, "Let's let's have some fun before you die. Run around, help! I want to, I like
1: to go.
0: Whoa! You yeah, could, look you, at this
1: value. They spent money
0: here. I was going to say the director's like, "My van, cut and see." Now, oh, watch yeah, how bad
1: pulled. it cuts away.
0: For a Whoa. Month. Is that the explosion he put in there? Yeah. So did no,
1: he no, push... no, it's not. No, it's not. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we don't see what he does in the van, but he's not known for explosions yet.
0: So he, this is how he killed that guy, right? He uh, bonked him on the head, threw him yeah. in the van, and, and then drove the van or jumped out of the van or pushed the van down the hill? He push it.
1: No, he pushed it.
0: There's David. Hey, what did I miss? Is yeah, it weird that I'm never here when Superman's around?
1: But it, no, they don't play it that way. David's not like, "What are you talking about, man? I'm just walking Ventura Highway." No, <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he, you know, he says, "What's going on, man? You've changed." He goes, "You just forget about me. They, they had it coming, kind of thing." He hey, what here? are you
0: doing this? What do you do on the side of the Pacific Coast uh, Highway after murder? I got an alibi. I'm searching for uh, loose change. See? Beep, beep 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 I was whale watching. Did you see him? Did you see him? We called him work.
1: Oh, I missed it. I missed it. I just wanted to show you that this film is horribly acted, but it has a really interesting plot. And you keep yeah. watching it besi- look, I've seen this thing five times now. This is my fifth because i have to, and i gotta tell you that they're going like are you sad yes i do feel sad want to go to the beach no i'll just go home it's terrible acting but the plot is like what's he who's he going to kill next what's he you know and the way he's like talking to people and you're going to see that more is going to develop now, like, uh-huh. the, people think there's a vacuum of bullies in the school. Then they're like, we could be the bully. They just take a poop, man. Just, they have medicine for it. Just sit, look at his look at his, his big balls.
0: He's, looking, his he's, he's not looking for the bathroom. He's looking for the skipper. Gilligan?
1: <laughs> he just needs the hat.
0: Yeah. I'm here to play Morgan, <laughs> Mindy and uh, Popeye. Oh, there's Karenine. Yeah. So so the Cardinals, it was three brothers that act, and their father was an actor, right? Is that that the story? Yeah, the story
1: is the father was the known actor and thus his children, you know, I don't know if he pulls strings, but they followed in his footsteps and they were received because they knew the father lots of times.
0: (laughs) It's a library. Stop your bitching. (laughs) Shh. Guys, it's the library. Well, look at that. He's got a, the script being read to him in the ear, or is that like a like portable <laughs> phone? Here goes Oscar. Now that the bullies are dead, they're all
1: his friends.
0: Hey, they're not fucking with him either. No. Hey, like let's stab fellow. you for fun.
1: It's like a nice thing.
0: Love, Shiv.
1: I don't have the history in front of me of what the father was in that made him famous. But right. No. no the one brother went on to do the Kung Fu series. He was like the golden boy. Uh, right. We saw him in that uh, Kill Bill. Right. I guess we didn't see it on this film, but um Carradine uh, Spoonie, Robert Carradine really came up behind because he was in Revenge of the Nerds and that was bigger than Carradine had gotten. You know what I mean? So he became yeah. one. <clears throat> and then you got the third brother. You know what I mean? Keith? Is it Keith Karen? Wait, does kept... Keith was the one that we saw in Heart
0: uh Heartbreak Hotel. Hostage Hotel. Hostage Hotel. Our yeah. time Hostage Hotel. Hard time. By Alan but no, I think like this food
1: fight was for no reason. There was no reason to have a food
0: anarchy. fight. Anarchy. It's anarchy now that the bullies are gone. It's anything goes.
1: That is it.
0: Yeah, I get it. This movie speaks my language, man. Finally, a, a High School Massacre movie that speaks to me.
1: So they're like, "Did with us. Uh, look at how dumb Mary's acting with her head all bobbing. She was, uh, like I said, she was a singer with Joan Jett. That was her bad thing. But she, that was her good thing. But she was in movies. She was in Logan's Run as Screamer Party Girl.
0: Oh, right. She must have did that when she was young, under her 30. She
1: was in Heart to Heart as Woman.
0: Oh, yeah? Repositioned?
1: That wasn't her She went on to be with Cheech and Chong, though. That was her big days. She was in Up in Smoke as Laughing
0: Lady. Huh. Mm-hmm. Was it was the laughing lady with the Clorox lady? Remember, there was a woman who, sucked, no, uh,
1: who snorted
0: the fake Coke. Yeah, no, no that wasn't her. That's your shit. Chong but, just sat there.
1: Look, they loved her, Chichen Chong. She went in on in eighty one to be in Nice
0: Dreams as Blondie Group Number One. Oh, they must have been buying ice cream. Was she buying ice? Oh, she, was she in a bikini? Uh, she was Blondie
1: Group Number One.
0: So, oh, that's,
1: just, in the script. That's a, okay. Now you see, this is David's house. Okay. And it's, yeah, sort of it's like so a lot. So she came over to go, Are you going to kill Mark? Please don't kill Mark. I don't want you to kill Mark. And he goes, Teresa, you're safe. And I, she's like, Yeah, but Mark. And he goes, No, Mark is safe. Can I tell him that? Also. Yeah. The director, he would always go over to the director's house. But one time the director came over to his house, which he was living in a garage and he had made a loft and he goes, Oh, it's David's apartment. I casted David.
0: Damn God, this director seems like all over the place. I mean, God bless him. I don't don't think this is a bad movie. You know, it's a movie. He made it.
1: Yeah. Well, he would go on to do movies. He was for real um, he came. He was first with, like I said, he's a Dutch writer and director. But he was a protege of Russ Meyer, who we saw in Candy, nineteen sixty-eight. The director. Right, sure. He always did sexy, sexy movies. Um, and let's see, he did the punk rock musical Population One. What is that? He did Habitat. Well, I just,
0: you know, wait a minute, Carl. I just saw that movie on YouTube. Population One. How weird.
1: Yeah, he did that in
0: 1986. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, I saw YouTube alert, Carl. What? what? Uh, population One is on YouTube.
1: Oh, okay. All right, I'll do it. You're the boss. You're the boss.
0: Well, maybe we'll do it in two weeks. I, I already have a movie set for this week.
1: Okay, the punk rock musical. Will that translate well on YouTube? I'll. We've got to check it out. Yeah,
0: sure. Is okay. it, as long as it's not American Idiot, I'm okay with it. Is it Green Day, punk rock musical? <laughs> okay, what
1: happened there is <clears throat> the librarian went to David and he said, there's a power vacuum in the school. We could fill it. And I'm a smart person, so it doesn't need to be thuggery and stupidity. Consider it, David. We could rule the school.
0: <laughs> okay? Yeah. That's what with my brains are and you killing kill. people, David. If, with my brains and you're killing people, we could rule this school.
1: Now, he's they're going to do it right now. Spoonie, Mary, and eight is enough,
0: James. No is
1: it? They're yeah. going to say, Look, power vacuum, we could rule the school. And David is just disgusted with it. Lonnie O'Grady died, man. She died in a trailer park. It wasn't pretty, you know. What? Really? Yeah. Uh, she she uh she quit acting and she became like a, a casting direct casting person. But I right. don't know. She she had lots of problems. She had panic attacks. She was doing drugs all the time. Uh she was diagnosed. And she had agoraphobia, which is funny if she's in a trailer park, right? You can't go outside. Man, she must have been restricted. One room. Uh, Let's see. How did she die? Here it is. Uh, Toxic levels of the painkiller Vicodin and the antidepressant Prozac in her bloodstream. Uh, She died of multiple drug intoxication. The coroner was unable to determine if their death was accident or suicide.
0: So it's bad. Wow! Yes,
1: yeah, wow. Yeah, I, told, I told you those guys were like power vacuum, this and that, right? But here's nice. Rodney. Rodney now owns the dead kid's car because the parents couldn't stand to look at it. So his junkie car's been replaced by Starsky and Hutch car, and he's real conceited about it. And he goes and bosses or uh, bullies this person in the lot, lot uh, in the car park, in front of David. It's bad. He's like a swarmy asshole. Is your YouTube fucking up, or is that TV?
0: No, I think it, I think it was uh, TV. a TV. I think it was TV. In the Matrix.
1: I'm sure you're right because that does not look like an internet internet disruption. That's a 1970s disruption. Well, it must be on video. Yeah, was this thing released to no, video? It must have been or we wouldn't be watching
0: it, I guess. I mean, honest to God, I thought this was an after-school special. You, when you, uh, this was recommended by it. one of our listeners. God bless. Jill. Uh, uh, I'll
1: give her props in one second. You see, he threw a rock through uh,
0: yeah. Mark's car. Well, He's really it was there. There was a dog inside the car and he didn't want him to suffocate.
1: Oh, that's great. In the convertible? convertible, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's give a shout out to Jill Dun- Duncan. She made a great suggestion, right? Yes,
0: that's this movie. This is great. Yeah, this is exactly what we want. She he knows, knows the, the show well. He really has got to take a shit, Carl.
1: He really does. He's constipated so she knows the show well she knows the kinds of movies we watch and this was a really a gem
0: yeah i mean nothing like a high school full of 20 year olds <laughs> oh look, uh, look it is yeah there's
1: More a power vacuum i'm a what i'm li- i'm oh great you're gonna bully me everyone's bullying each other you see
0: did you ever see that after-school special where this guy uh, gets pushed in the hallway?
1: No. Is that the Is that your brother? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> your brother was the pusher.
0: Yeah, he was in an after-school special they shot in our high school, and he got to push the bully in the hallway, shove him with his shoulder. What if I'm gay? What if I'm? It's okay to be gay. I think it was called. Yeah. No. What if I'm gay? And we've actually watched that movie with another movie. After School Special shot in the same high school, our high school.
1: That's a great episode. It's a Montclair double feature, and it includes includes an interview, right? Proudly Resents clip, in which we made an appearance about that film.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we did that for... uh... My, bro- my brother, Adam Spiegelman, has a podcast called Proudly Resents, and it has actually like a great collection of interviews and movie reviews and uh, a lot of famous people, a lot of room interviews, including the man who really directed The Room. Wait, but, maybe,
1: uh, I'm wrong. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just he appeared on the episode with us, right? Yeah, he
0: appeared. We we got him as a guest on our show.
1: It was Sir Billy
0: that we... the. the... That's what I was going to get to, yeah. We watched uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery's last movie was an animated film called Sir Billy. He did not play Billy Goat. That was Alan right. Cummings. That's right. That was Alan Cummings.
1: Okay. Now, we've just seen David mixing up gunpowder or something. Right.
0: How does he know that shit? Okay, I know well, how to stab.
1: But I don't, think it was
0: gunpow- stab.
1: I don't think it was gunpowder. Because there's about to be a murder here. A massacre? Yeah, well, ten people die in this film. That's a that's a bloody massacre. Look, he can't hear, so he's putting in his hearing aid, and then he dies. Turns it on.
0: Okay. He goes
1: whammy jammy.
0: Oh, oh wow! There's Those ketchup in his strong. ear. Who put ketchup in his? Who put syrup in his? There's syrup. It's oh, this isn't maple. That's it's the fake shit. The oh. bug store brand Listen, I just checked that book out. I, I'm not going to pay for the damages.
1: So maybe when David was concocting some sort of poison or something.
0: Ew. Really blew that guy's ear out. Maybe it's not safe. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch Stand it. by. Boom! Holy shit. That was cool.
1: Now in real life, that explosion was much stronger than they expected. And it knocked yeah, out no, completely. Listen. Yeah, it, one of the cat one of the um uh crew who helped set up the pyrotechnics was knocked out and other people oh, I mean their hearing there were
0: problems. Yeah, no, that was a huge explosion inside that hallway.
1: Now, now's the time to close
0: the school, right? Nope. Well, nah. Well, they, they said now's the time to clean the swimming pool, at least.
1: Yeah, right. So Spoonie is like. The heat's on too much. People are dying around here. We got to get out of here. The librarian's dead, and the... so Mary's like, "Let's go somewhere and hang out until this blows over." So they're going to go camping.
0: Wait, were they going hike, uh hang gliding?
1: <laughs> right, no, no, no. They're going camping, but it's just as yeah. stupid as the hang gliding. You'll see. Wait, so does this mean we're in Act Three uh, hiking? Now watch what Rodney does. We're not we're we're in Act Two right now. Rodney punches the guy who nice. wrote the acting book. Now watch Rodney gets into his Starsky and Hutch car. He didn't dive right. through the window, which was something you did in the seventies.
0: Kapow. Whoa, that, that pinto is unsafe, girl. <laughs>
1: So David is now killing people. Here's Mary naked again. Mary also had a terrible death. Um, She died in 2002 of complications from liver disease and hepatitis after being addicted to heroin for two decades, 20 years. Yikes. Yeah. She was an actress and a musician. She was in a number of exploitation films. Uh, Lamora <clears throat> Caged Heat in 74. This one. Okay, now look. You see her boobs, right? Oh, uh, yes. Affirmative. Uh, let me just keep watching. Now, look. She discovers dynamite. What? Why would there be dynamite at this campsite?
0: Yeah, okay. I'll tell you why.
1: <laughs> right. So she goes, Spoonie, look. Now, look, Lanny O'Grady's naked. Spoonie's zipping up. They were obviously just doing it. And Spoonie's like, what is that dynamite? I don't know what it is. Just forget about it. Forget it. Now, look, you can't toss dynamite, right? Do you know about dynamite? You must be careful with it. You can't just toss it because if it makes a spark inside of itself,
0: it will blow. Wait a minute, so if I'm going camping with naked women right. and we find a piece of dynamite, right. you shouldn't just toss it.
1: Yeah, because he goes, never mind the dynamite, let's have sex. It doesn't make any sense in the real world. So now they're all in the tent having sex, and something horrible is going to happen.
0: Uh, one loses interest?
1: Right, one of them loses interest, and Spoonie finishes way too quick, and that turns off the other one. So it's a bad weekend.
0: Hey, you're in luck. I can't find Population 1 on YouTube. I, I, did, I did see it listen in IMDb. Oh, when I, I you, see it? you see what happened? Oh, no.
1: Rock. It rolled over the tent and mushed them all. They spent Thank- money on this, man. They spent money on this.
0: I can't... I don't understand this guy's luck. He cuts a wire and a guy gets electrocuted. Right? He... He sets up a car so when you when you turn the ignition, it explodes. He made or a boulder.
1: He knew exactly where they were going to pitch their tent, and he found the right boulder to put a bomb under. What a coincidence! They pitched their tent underneath that, and it perfectly landed. Okay, so here he is making more explosives and stuff, and who should show up? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I I'm a, I jumped ahead to Act Three. It's just more stupid stuff. It's more like, we could rule the school. I know you're the killer. We could rule the school, David. It's more of that stupid stuff.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. All right, what else can I tell you about this film? I don't know. I think uh, I got a sense of it. We're just waiting for Act 3, right? This influenced Heathers. You know that film, Heathers. Oh, right, because he blows up
1: people. Here's a good one. The Italian version of this film was called sexy jeans and it was edited with pornographic inserts <laughs> is that interesting
0: oh my god how funny is that like sexy not bad enough to... do you guys really believe they're high school students yeah us neither here's some porno Well, where would you think the the pornographic scenes? we seen, like, almost most of
1: this movie. Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. And, like, obviously, it wasn't the
0: actors. So how do they? Oh, you know, I could see it. Oh, my hand glider's out of control. I'm getting electrocuted. Cut to blowjob. <laughs> that's a cool. I'm going to dive in the dark. Ah, there's no water. Splat.
1: Now, just like the Internet told me that that guy got his nose broken and I never right. saw, I'm suspicious of this one, too. Mark Hamill was considered for the part of David. Jan Michael Vincent was considered for the part of David. But the thing is, that guy fell in love with Dave, with our David, Daryl, on day one. So
0: I, Right, he, he got it. Well, didn't Mark Hamill play like a psychopath in uh, Catalytic Summer or something like that? He played like a a killer. Who, David? Uh, No, Mark Hamill. Oh, I don't know. He was in a race car movie. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. He auditioned for this movie. Boy, that's a real trivia.
1: Thanks, thanks, but no thanks. But But I don't believe he auditioned. It says was considered. Does that mean he was in Holland going... Who should Uh, I cast in my movie?
0: You know, that's like when you're trying to write a trivia question and you're like, who said acting is like blah, blah, blah. Uh, Anyone could say it. I just said it. You know, like it's not. I I consider Mark Hamill.
1: Now, Turner Classic Movies was scheduled to air this film. It was called like the TCM Underground Series. Yeah, sure. They show a lot of good, bad movies. Well, they, the standards and practices people decided it was too violent to air. Do you agree? I don't believe in any of these deaths. Okay, Mark comes over with a gun and Mark confronts David
0: and he goes, look, you've okay. got to stop killing people. Listen, huh? we're giving away our cars. It's really bad. <clears throat> Is he the last bully?
1: Yeah, he's well, but he already has a pass. He's never going to get killed. He's like, "What are you going to do, David? Kill me?" You know, he I mean uh, Mark kill me. So, he's never going to kill Mark and and Teresa. He's just never going to do it, and they know it. We're in act 3 now, and we're heading to the last scene, last segment. Now, Daryl Morey was at the screening of Massacre and who should be there but Andy Kaufman. And Andy Kaufman was like, "I, I, 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 I love, I loved, it. I loved your film." And they, st- they, for over an hour, they just
0: bullshitted about the huh. film. Well, in 1976, he wasn't he in uh, Taxi by that point. Or was that 78?
1: 70. Good question.
0: He was. It was right.
1: He was obviously no. He, he must have done Taxi because he that was a missing
0: yeah. He was on SNL in 75. Before? Wait,
1: SNL was his break, not uh, Taxi?
0: I don't know. I mean, he was on SNL in 75, 76. He did other television, I'm sure.
1: Okay. Well, I think that Taxi was what broke him because he was going to turn it down. He was like... This is bullshit. This isn't what I do. I, I'm I'm a stand-up, but he never called himself that. You know what I mean? But anyway, the, the direct uh, his agent. He didn't really have agents. If you you know a guy who got him jobs, was like, if you turn this down, believe me, there's not another offer around the corner. You're an unknown. You turn this down, and you basically walked away from a career um, in comedy. So do what you want, but you know, the offer's on the table. So he took it, you know, and he did a good job with this character, right? I mean, he made him bizarre. Had yeah. it was a character, it was Kaufman. Okay, so David goes, fuck you, I'm not stopping killing. And he locks Teresa and Mark in his apartment that he can't get out. Now, this is an alumni prom. It's anyone who ever went to the high school can come so we will what? see adults finally.
0: Wait a minute. Yeah, like creepers. And what wanted to dance to you ever since I taught you English. What?
1: What do you mean?
0: Like, if you, you don't mean- think the you think what? the lecherous teachers are like, can I uh ask you to dance?
1: Did you say no, lecherous?
0: No, I said lecherous. <laughs>
1: okay. Mike, what we're seeing right now is people who graduated from this high school. They've been invited back to Go
0: to a dance. Up into them. They're all dancing. What a weird ball. I never even heard of it. Well, instead of a student reunion, it's a student reunion for
1: every year. It's not class of 84. It's did you ever go to this oh. school? Come on back in day. No
0: high school, no high school in our right minds going to have like the burnouts who hang out of the fucking, I don't know, parking lot across in the student lot. At the 7-Eleven, be like, yeah, hey, man, we should go back to the high school. It's student alumni night. Yeah, wow. like, you don't want adults back in the high school. They are adults. He's going to blow them all up?
1: Yes, he's going to blow them all up, which doesn't make sense to the plot because they, <clears throat> the people who were bully, who were okay, first he killed the bullies. Then the people he thought he was liberating, we're turning into jerks and becoming bullies. So he's one-by-one right, yeah. one killed them. So why would be possible Did you see he like, broke in? He, in yeah. real life, did trip and hurt himself, and they <laughs> left it in the film. Just like they left the explosion that hurt people in the
0: film. It's not a very good film. He shouldn't use that footage. I oh, don't know. We've we seen a movie where the... the... The explosions look pretty real, like in in Africa, where they they, they blow up uh, something inside a prison and people run out.
1: Okay, Mag- imagine you're <clears throat> a director had one movie before. You come to America to make it big. You film this movie. People got hurt. But if you don't use the footage, you're shit out of luck, pal. You're not making a movie because you need those scenes. So he breaks down the locker. Now look, it's this good friend who hangs out with him at his house. You know, the 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 explosion was too much. The guy who rigged it knocked himself out. You know what I, I know mean? Like, so it's like if he was Quentin Tarantino and he shot something and people got hurt, he shouldn't use the footage. That is the truth. But well, this not.
0: Yeah, he just I, used I, the footage.
1: I didn't mean to launch you into a tangent about Tarantino and the car accident and everything. I'm right, just right. Of course,
0: of course, you didn't. Of course, you didn't intend it. Well, let's keep going.
1: But what I'm saying is this guy, I don't feel like he was immoral for using the footage where people got hurt because, okay, I got to tell you for the plot. This is their big plan. They're like, he's, they went, they escaped and they went to the high school and they're like, if you're going to blow up these people, then we're going to die with them. And David's like, get out of here. I only have, you have 35 minutes. That's it. Get out.
0: <laughs> and God, he, he's so he knows the time perfectly. Like everything's is to movie plan. I might have made yeah. that up 35 minutes. He's just saying, yeah. I've got these bombs. They're
1: on a timer. You got to leave. And so they look, they're dancing. They're like, we're not leaving. We're dying with everyone else. So now David's like, well, fucking shit. So he's got to really quickly, and he's really got to poop. He's got to really quickly go and defuse everything. Turn it, look, he's caught wrestling with his conscience now. Should I go undo the bombs? I don't want my friend, the girl I'm secretly in love with, to die.
0: This is like every psycho's dream. (laughs) Yeah. He decides. What's he going to
1: do? He's going to save them. He looks at the clock. I have enough time. I know I've got a boot, but I can hold it for another minute.
0: (laughs) I can't hold it. I got to go first. Got to go. Got to go. Maybe in the basement.
1: Right. And he when he got hurt, it was actually he continued to shoot the you know, he he was everything about the movie. So. This stuff, some of this is before, some's after. Okay, you can't see well because it's so dark, but he's defeating the bombs now. And we just well, keep just, seeing
0: the innocent victims who are gonna I'm, I'm glad freaking flippin' movies posted this on their their channel. It's just the copy itself happens to be pretty shoddy.
1: Yeah, there were other copies, but they were TV edits and you Yeah,
0: make- right. No, we want to see the pixelated bugs.
1: So it's dark, but all David's doing is hurrying, hurrying up. Look at him really freaking out. His leg they has got duct taped a uh,
0: board, so he wouldn't be able to move it, because he was moving Oh it. my god, really? Kind yeah. of a weird director.
1: What are you talking about? That would do that in Fishburgers, right?
0: Right, Fishburgers. It's a public access show from 1990 on New Jersey Suburban Cable, Access County Cable. But that's what
1: yes, this is, essentially. I mean, look, Oh, right! what did I miss? He, he was trying to get the bomb out of the building. It was still in his hands as he was running, and he blew up. But oh. we don't really see it because they were putting in a sequel. Maybe we'll have a sequel.
0: <laughs> no, shut up. So, oh, he, like every hour. It, it's lame Freddy. He's back for the sequel. Oh, no, it's not lame Jason, is it? Now, this
1: is the weirdest thing ever. It doesn't make sense in the real world. Everyone comes out and says what What was that? What was that? And then they see this burning thing and they go oh, uh, all right. It's, it's nothing. And they all go back inside and dance.
0: Right. Oh, right. It's the book burning too. You guys want to burn beetles or dance to them? Well, let dance. Do you ever go to a book burning and like some dick brought a Kindle.
1: <laughs> That's your joke you gave me. I, I know. I, I appreciate that joke. You, and you I, did it justice. I got it right here from this show. That was years ago. I did it at the open mic. It worked so yeah. well. I kept it. It's in the A-list now. It's in the rotation.
0: You know, I went trick-or-treating this year by saying it was on my bucket list. Oh, Look at those sirens. Oh, oh, look at that. The grand credits. That's right. Okay, so what happened
1: here was the guy gets to the school. He used to get bullied. His best friends become the bullies, like, join us. And it's like, it took him a little while, but he's like, I'm not doing it. Then he got uppity with the bullies for real when he saw a serious rape happening, right? It makes sense. Right. Then they broke his leg, and he didn't rat on them. So he comes back and kills them one by one. He thinks he's liberating the school. The school ends up being that everybody's a jerk if you give them a power value. So he starts killing all those people. But he just won't kill his love and his best friend. So they say, we're going to sacrifice ourselves so that you stop killing. It worked, but he blew himself up in the process. You know, that sounds like a really good movie. Right, it was acted horribly, shot horribly, but <laughs> now they spent money on those effects. A bolder, oh yeah,
0: no, it's all practical, I'm sure. Impractical. Well, there you go, Evan Company. So, Carl, what did you think of this movie?
1: I thought this movie was horribly acted, a real, real B movie, maybe even a C. But the plot was so interesting that you're engaged and you're watching it.
2: As it's right. going
1: along, you stay with the film. And this guy, well, everybody in this thing would go on to be, you know, this was not the launch of, this was something a lot of people did who went on to, I don't know, I enjoyed the film and it was perfect for your show. And thank yeah. you, Joe Duncan, once again for a great, great suggestion.
0: Yeah, thanks very much, Jill. Listener, Jill, for recommending "Massacre Central High." Carl, I, I agree with you 100. This movie uh, was was poorly done. However, it's a really great idea, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I just think I'm glad everyone else was able to have a career and and stuff like that. It, it wasn't. It was interesting. Yeah, but you know, a lot of it stayed and didn't. Uh, but yeah, it's all right. Well, I, uh, we're done with it. How about that? You don't have to watch it for six times. Uh-huh. Seventh time. Uh, I'm very excited. Our next movie, Carl, is American Werewolf in Paris. Not in London? Proof <laughs> and hooping. So uh, this movie, I remember it. Don't you remember it when it came no. out? No, I remember American Werewolf in London, of course. There's... Well. Um, the nineties. Is- the nineties had sequels to movies that didn't need sequels. Carrie Two, American Werewolf in Paris. Is there a trailer? Well, that's what I'm looking for personally. I've been killing time typing in American, American Werewolf, Werewolf yeah. YouTube Use search. Your
1: speech. user
0: speech. speech. Um, there's a trailer. It's by.
1: It's. Uh, Okay, Is by- a trailer by Umbrella Entertainment, an American werewolf in Paris. So it's A N first, an American
0: werewolf. Oh, in- no wonder it took me so long. Well, let me hit clear and then retype this. I just try not to type the word Paris, and then I'll stop giving recommending American werewolf in that playlist. I don't uh-huh. wonder if it- it's the playlist. It doesn't say movies, like American werewolf in Paris song. It's not a fucking song. American okay. Werewolf in London is a song. Look, look for
1: American Werewolf in Paris trailer and you'll find Umbrella Entertainment, 117,000 subscribers. Should I press? I'll do the sound.
0: Yeah, do the sound, please, because I'm looking through all this right now.
1: Okay, so you're not ready yet,
0: right? Uh, Yeah, I am. For the show, I am. Let's just go ahead and hear it. Okay.
1: Okay, so everyone at home and Mike in Los Angeles, get ready to play. Press play. American Werewolf in Paris trailer. Umbrella Entertainment. Three, two, one, go. The Eiffel Paris. Tower.
0: Come on. Oh yeah, Hollywood Pictures. That was Walt Disney Company doing R-rated movies.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, but tonight- Wait, with Touchstone. Just- uh oh. Are they gonna popcorn the Eiffel Tower? They're gonna bungee jump the 890s version of parkour. No,
2: don't! Ah, oh no! Don't bungee jump on the
0: story. Oh, a French girl's gonna jump off the Eiffel Tower. Okay, he's bungeeing. <laughs> oh, oh, kind of
2: girl jumps off the Eiffel Tower has issues, man?
0: Is she a werewolf, Carl? I guess so. And listen to her American accent. Julie Denby? No. Oh, no, not the underground. Oh, no, not Jim Morrison's grave. So I guess... there's like a werewolf underground. Metro, but yeah.
1: I guess there's a like a like what is it
0: called? Twilight, there's a werewolf underground, right? Yeah, that explains the shirtless dudes. This doesn't look cheap. Wow, no one remembers this movie, yeah. At all. I remember this. I, I remember the trailer, I remember seeing it, seeing the theater, having it. American werewolf. Uh, ooh. Uh, ooh. Where oh, uh, uh, werewolves! Oh, Oh would... no, it's a dude. Because <laughs> a woman who was a dude, based on the characters by written by John Landis, ladies.
1: And Wait gentlemen. a minute! You didn't watch the same trailer as me. You just I didn't watch the some trailer. You didn't go to Umbrella Entertainment.
0: I didn't have time, dude. I'm quite I quite a different
1: commitment to this show. <laughs>
0: I watched Perkinstein, dude. I don't need this shit. Yeah, Wait a yeah. minute. Let me make sure this movie exists. It has to exist because I just saw it. Wait a minute. Yeah. We're going to watch it next week. Thanks to Film Rise movie, motherfuckers. Okay. I see Chuck Film Shack has it too.
1: Rise. You
0: saw what? Chuck. Film, Film Rise movie. Film Rise Movies has it. If you guys want to watch it now and then watch it with us next week, go ahead. But we still love to have you next week. Listen to Mutiny Radio. Donate to Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Go to their Venmo. Throw in five bucks at Mutiny Radio. They could just be very grateful. You can find their donate button on the Mutiny Radio, the newly designed uh, mobile aisle for phone-friendly website at mutinyradio.fm. You can go to Carlsucks.com while you're on the internet.
2: Yeah. And
0: uh, see where Carl's playing. Probably Scotty's in Springfield. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what I'm doing. So but that's been it. I'll be here. We'll be here next week. Uh, Carl, thank you so much for watching Massacre at Central High for six times, seven times a row.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, looking forward to next week's movie, American Werewolf in Paris, the full movie on YouTube. Uh, So we'll see you next week.
1: Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With my begun man,
2: it's
1: been. Yo.
3: It is. is. Is
4: it six o'clock yet? Is it exactly? It is. Ooh. Hey. Hey guys. Yay! It's happy hour. It's the happiest hour of hours, of hours of stuff. And none of you have any family either, which is funny because I actually know you have a family and you left your family to be here, which is amazing. I'm like, I have no family. And so I'm here, and you left them, you left a warm place, probably with tons of leftover food, happy children, all these things. And you're like, yes, I left I on purpose. You'd rather be here? That's amazing. Okay, that's cool. Hi, Dan. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a while, nice to see ya. Nice. Good stuff. Next year, I feel like I'm in Romper Room. I see Ian, I see Chad. No one knows who Romper Room is. You're all two... Do you remember what, yeah. you remember Romper Room? Yeah. Okay. It's from the 80s. It was a thing. I don't know. I was there. You were there. (laughs)
2: Great
4: decade. As I say, I have abortions older than you. I don't want to work old jokes, though. I want to work. I yeah. They're all old. There's nothing. I'm like, I'm old. Therefore, everything I write, I read a lot of Shakespeare. That's a weird thing to say out loud. That's kind of pretentious. That's do you really? We're we're pretentious friends. It's like, yeah, I read in Iambic Pentameter. No, I was reading um Macbeth. Well, I will, I'll do some for you. I was reading Macbeth, and it opens. He's such a feminist, you know? Double double toil and trouble, cauldron burn and cauldron bubble. Shakespeare was talking about menopause. Who knew? Like my cauldron is bubbling. It's so hot. It's, my crotch pot is so hot I can put an egg in there at night, and in the morning it's soft boiled. (laughs) If I leave it in until lunch, I can take it out, I can make deviled eggs, I just need a little mayonnaise. Yeah, that's that's what I'm dealing with. They're just, it's how do you make menopause funny? I don't know. It's, you certainly can't make it sexy. Thanks. Yeah, I'm sweating so much. I sweat. Seriously, like... Hot flashes are the only way I can equate them for men is it's like when you were 14 and you got accidental boners and there was nothing that happened and for no reason, just this uncontrollable thing happened to your body and you're like, well, I guess we got to go with this. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way. Like suddenly it's just, it feels like tons of ants are biting me all at once and they open up my pores and just liquid just pours out of them. It's the opposite of goosebumps it like and like that's when you're which is funny, because the technical name for that is paleo erection <laughs> anyway, yes, paleo erection is the erection yeah, is when you use goosebumps, that's the technical name for it, yeah, so the, and there's a very small segment of the, the population a very very small segment that can give themselves paleo erection, which is supposed to be something that's. Even though it's not supposed to be auto-created um, or whatever. Anyway, I think I can give myself... I know I can give myself hot flashes. I think I can give myself goosebumps. Anyways, the research doesn't always help a joke, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know, sometimes not so much. Sometimes you make it worse. I make it worse by knowing too much. There's a problem with smoking weed. People go, oh, if you smoke weed, you're dumb. And I'm like... No, if I didn't smoke weed, I'd be interminably smart and no one would be able to hang out with me. I'd be such a pretentious douche. Like imagine me more pretentious than I am already, (laughs) I know. Well somebody give me a t-shirt that says like, (laughs) MFA, (laughs) degrees, they're so dumb. That's what we should do with them now. We should just put them on t-shirts and be like, look, I'm worth something. (laughs) What else do you do with your degrees? Put it, I put them in my kitchen and uh, they kind of collect like bacon grease stuff. And it's like, I should probably clean my degrees. <laughs> There's no reason for them. Okay. Uh, that's depressing. Well, we'll just start letting you guys talk because I don't really have a lot to say. I don't want to run old jokes either. I'm just like so bored of my material. Um, but... um. I mean, we don't really, you're supposed to go first, because yeah. yes, because you, you have a family and a place to go to, and children and everything. All right, the Tool Man is visiting us tonight, everybody. Put your hands together for your first comedian, Tim the toolman Taylor, yay!
5: Hi! That's you get bored of me? That may be below four minutes. Until all of you are bored. Let's hear it for Pam. Menopause, comedy, come on. That is, that's bold, that's courageous. Happy to be here tonight, hi. I like your hat, looks good on you. Somehow without a hat and a hat, you look good. You're a good looking guy. I think people know that though, right? See, I I actually, talking about getting old, I just turned 53. Oh, very exciting. My primary daily goal is to uh, not pull muscles that I didn't even know I have. Thank you, yes. I am at that point where it's just, you know, before I get in the shower, I do, I do yoga before I get in the shower, because when you step into the shower, it's, it's, I just have to do a couple downward dogs, maybe a few, uh, warriors a little bit, because if I, when I'm in there, full body exfoliation at 53 years old is an extreme sport. You know what I mean? It's like, I go down there. I may not get back up, but I, I have to be smooth for the holidays. You know what I'm saying? So I want to look good. I want to be good. I want to smell good. I want to feel good. I want all the goods. Because everybody's partying for the holidays. You guys party for the holidays? Yeah? Yeah. People drink. Yeah, do you drink? Do drugs? No, you don't do drugs. You don't. <laughs> we have a drug versus no drug going on here. Yes. What's that? Me too. I did too. I'm sober. Uh I've been sober for a little over 10 years. Thank you. 10 years. Thank you. Thank you. So for most of you, it's like you go out, you party, get wine, some cheese, maybe a trip to Rio. For me, it's wine, narcotics, and another trip to (laughs) (laughs) rehabo. Thank you. I... uh, it's funny. I am a sober guy. I work for wine.com. I'm an alcoholic who works for wine.com. And back in the day it was like, why are sales down and all the wine is gone? Tim is running the warehouse. Something's going on. C- can you guys guess what I was at, what 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 my things that I like to do, the kind of drugs or alcohol I like to do? Can you guess what 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 would you guess? Greg. Greg. Yes. What would you guess? Yes. What would you guess? Guess. Any other guesses? The answer is yes to all of them, right? Because I I was an addict. I would do all of them. You know what I'm saying? But my primary one was uh, close. Close to crack. It was crystal meth. That was my next guess. (laughs) Crystal meth was right behind Coke. Crystal crystal meth is Coke's dirty-ass brother. There's no question about it. And I don't know if you guys know about crystal meth, but it's like It's like a core accelerant with a bunch of additives in it, a bunch of crappy additives. It's like the hot dog of drugs. There's just all kinds of random shit thrown into it. And, uh, you know, Pam was talking earlier about sweating. It's like I just realized that when I would do coke and and meth, uh, uh, that was my version of menopause because you just sweat profusely no matter what you do. But crystal meth, um, you know, it – It actually stole all my dreams it did primarily because I never slept when I was on it (laughs) the old the old reach around the old reach around for the crystal meth joke crystal meth is the only drug that has a first and last name it's the only (laughs) but I, I think crystal meth is like a WNBA point guard It's like crystal meth drives to the hole and scores Crystal meth brings the crowd to its feet. Wakes the crowd up. It's like, I'm in show business. This is show, but we are in the business of show people. I'm in, yes, I'm in show business. Never been on TV. Arguing with a group of comics over the remaining narcotics was my version of being on whose line is it anyway? (laughs) 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 That is, that is, Benjamin giving me the love. The interesting thing about crystal meth, which by the way, is a sentence you will never hear anywhere. It sounds like I'm talking about gardening. It's like the interesting thing about tulip bulbs. No, but the interesting thing about crystal meth is you can have sex for a really long time, which is awful for every woman that was with me when I was on crystal meth, because I was horrible at sex. I was awful at sex. Because, I mean, for me, here's an old one. For me, uh, you know, clitoris was like an island. I thought clitoris was an island in Greece. I had no idea where the clitoris was. For me, the clitoris was like, you know those bumps they have on the freeway when you get out of the lane? On this, that was like the clitoris. It's like, oh, bump, go back down there. But no, I was like, and, and it's and it's sad because, you know, these, these women I were with, they, you know how you have like a near-death experience, Women with me were having near-sex experiences. It was like sex, but not quite sex. You know what I mean? It was like their whole life was flashing before their eyes as I was down there doing my very lame bit trying to have sex with them. But, uh, and you guys are having a near-laugh experience. Thank you. A near-laugh. Okay, anyway. Um, so the thing is, is we would go on and on and on, until I would hear those three words every man waits to hear from his woman. Please stop now. <laughs> okay. On to the auxiliary material. It, you know, the thing is is that um, yeah, relationships were difficult for me. Sex was difficult for me. Sex with me was like a game. That game was tic-tac-toe. Because it was brief predictable and in the end nobody won (laughs) and there were a lot of x's thank you oh no o's there were a lot of x's that's dan dropping tags on the friday night at mutiny radio this why is the happiest hour in san francisco right now with us If you are not here at Mutiny Radio, drive by right now and come in because you are missing the happy hour. Oh, good point. (laughs) Do not drive by. Drive and park and come by and see us. Just drive and park. But let's look, women are banging down the door to get to me. Primarily because I use gender neutral restrooms. Oh yeah, okay. We're about we're just about done with my material for the night. It's getting close. You guys, want to hear more about? You know, actually, anybody in therapy here? Yeah, I am too. Great. Is it working? See, therapy. is Okay, good. That's good to hear. Therapy didn't work for me. I used to lie to my therapist all the time. You know what I'm saying? I used to lie to my therapist all the time. And there was one moment, like uh, when I was honest with her, where she said, "What do you really want out of therapy?" I said. All I really want to learn is how to use cocaine like a normal person. That was what I did. My life as a crystal meth act. The thing is, is I was, I'm was i a Wharton MBA. I used to dry, walk around in three-piece suits and I was doing meth in the bathroom. It was not very cool. But, um, you know, today, look, today I have a family. I have a life. My daughter loves me. I love her. I have a predictable work. I make money. And I fucking hate it. I want to go back to when my life was destructive. You know what I mean? It's like most people look at people drinking champagne and think it's glamorous. I go down to the TL and it's tempting. I want to just throw, (laughs) I just, yeah, that person with the needle sticking out of their neck, that looks like an interesting life for Tim. The tool man, Taylor. You know what? That's that's pretty much all. Like that's right now. That's all I got. But this has been really, really fun for me to just kind of randomly walk through stuff. I suppose I could talk about other stuff, but I think it's maybe time for other comics to come up here and share as well. Thank you very much. I'm Tim Taylor. Not for long, the future
3: is coming so you many love.
4: funny one-liners, Dad. Those were good. Those were good. Those were good dad jokes. I liked them. I like that you, uh, I understand that can't find finding the clitoris thing. That happens to me a lot. But it's only because I'm, I'm also very old. I was born in 74, and uh, my bush resembles that. It's like a 1974 bush. It's very swampy. It's a lot like Vietnam War. Everybody's looking for Charlie. That's what I named my clitoris, Charlie. No one can find it because it's so so much hair foliage I know Yeah. the thing is that all the guys they're like quaff the crash site and I'm like I don't watch porn I don't know what you're supposed to make it do and so I was trying to shave and I got it was a slippery slope like I kind of started and then I found a bald spot and I was like oh no (laughs) so then I had to kind of keep going and, uh, and then once you're once the front is gone, then you've got to you've go all, then it's like, oh, my God, and, like, how do you, you got to get in these weird, and, and how do you shave a hemorrhoid? That's going to be a bloody mess. Like, so are you supposed to pluck? Like, am I supposed to put, what am I supposed to do in this situation? Then I realized after everything's gone, and it's like, whoa, it's like napalm, scorched earth, whoa, what's happening down there? I realized, like, what is the purpose of pubic hair until I peed and the pee went a little bit of that. So the purpose of pubic hair is to to funnel it into the toilet. <laughs> that's that's how lady P goes into the toilet. Is the pubic hair makes a a thing. Okay, <laughs> too many secrets. Uh, but seriously, once everything is gone, it's just it's just a mess. I hate. I don't want to clean that much. <laughs> there, no. no, it's just. Uh, Maybe that's why little girls pee on the seats everywhere, because they don't have any hair yet, to focus it into the toilet. I'm just saying. I mean. (laughs) I'm going to go fart. I'm going to fart in your face in a second. Uh, The next person on the list, put your hands together, everybody. For Nick Holke, yay!
6: Thank you. I like that tenderloin thing, by the way. Yeah, like window shopping in the tenderloin, I think is very funny. That's it. I couldn't figure out a way to tell you that in between. (laughs) So I wanted to get that out. Yeah. Um, Dude, I, yesterday morning, my plan was to go to the gym and then drive to Fresno to meet up with my family. I threw out my back yesterday <laughs> at the gym and so that's why I've like been perpetually walking like I'm holding in a shit for the past two days and that's why I'm hanging out here because I didn't want to sit in the car. I didn't really want to go to Fresno. Would have been alright seeing my family but didn't want to do that. Um, kind of like you mentioned actually, r- for me relationships, sex, I never like came naturally to me, um, I lost my virginity blacked out in a frat house, the way the good Lord intended. And uh, you know, Brad was pretty gentle too. I slowly unbuckled his backwards hat. Uh, no, it was just with a random girl, and. Didn't go well, you know. Very drunk, so nervous. Um, didn't know the girl at all. Had some, my dick kind of betrayed me. It was only getting like half support from my dick. And I remember, like, I'd been obsessed about sex until f- this moment. And I remember so clearly thinking, like, oh shit, is this how you find out you're gay? <laughs> Never mind that, like, Girls had been all I'd thought about since Sporty Spice awakened something in me when I saw her doing a, oh, it's going to do a karate kick. <laughs> that would have gone badly. Since I saw her doing a karate kick on a Spice Girls CD cover. I just fucking, I remember that day. It was a big day. Um, Yeah, but so then I went to college after that. Technically not a virgin and possibly gay. Thank you. Possibly. possibly. I mean, I guess it's still in the air, but what else? Mm, I went to uh, a show the other weekend, and I went with my friend. I did not bring anyone. She brought her girlfriend and her ex-girlfriend. Fucking show off. (laughs) I know, I need need a mic stand to try what I was going to try and do there. The good news is my, this is going to be stupid now, it might have been stupid from the start, the good news is my girlfriend and my ex showed up and they're actually here tonight. Ladies? I thought that could be funny. <laughs> yeah, because they're my hands. <laughs> But was it actually funny, or was it just so unfunny that
5: yeah,
6: no, 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 that's it was the the latter?
7: <laughs> it was you doing like a Mr. Rogers moment, and it's like, I enjoy
6: this. Yeah, okay, fair. Well, you know, think I had more to that joke. I'm gonna let that end right there. Mm, I don't know how to transition anywhere. Global warming. Wow, divisive. (laughs) My plan with global warming seems to be to just ignore it until like it's impossible to ignore any longer. Like I see a pigeon fly into a bird bath and erupt into flame, like that's not good. That point when there's, there's too much water and not enough water. I think that's when it'll all be over. I'm looking forward to, I imagine, like, you know, that future news report. where It's like San Francisco, or as residents are calling it, New Atlantis, has finally submerged under the ocean. In a surprising feat of ingenuity and evolution, the homeless population have developed gills and remain in the city. Residents remark that this is an improvement as the shit that used to cover the streets now floats harmlessly away with the tides. And in a big win for mental health, the suicide rate has decreased dramatically as it's only a one foot drop off the Golden Gate Bridge. Like falling into a puddle. <laughs> yeah. What else do I have? Let's see, we already did that hilarious hand bit. they have got. <laughs> yeah Yeah. uh what else is going on
4: five and a half minutes have elapsed
6: okay did global warming uh a couple smaller jokes to end it off um well we talked about i used to party a lot and when i did i was kind of a tool like i wore sunglasses indoors but not because i thought it looked cool but past a certain shit faced threshold, my left eyelid stops working and it like hangs halfway like the blinds on an abandoned home. And so my options were to either look like a mild stroke victim or a douche. I opted for douche. I just really like window blind on an abandoned home, but is it funny? I feel like it just sounds nice. That's why I made that joke. Um. Yeah, try this. I saw that the women's soccer team in Afghanistan is seeking asylum. You know, some safety from the Taliban. I think they should come to the US because they'd be totally safe because we could just hide them in plain sight in completely empty stadiums. What safer place to hide than where no one watches the sport? The end thank you that's it keep it going for nick holkey
4: yay do i look super douchey with my sunglasses inside at night (laughs) it was a i mean i had a little outfit today uh cool that 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 was that was very funny i think I like the puppets. I like sock puppets. I know who thinks sock puppets are funny. Chad Stein thinks fun.
7: Sock puppets <laughs> are hilarious. Sock I think puppets they like soften hilarious. very serious things. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of potential with sock puppets.
4: A lot of potential with sock puppets. So, so, barely... No, it's That's really... Laugh, no, it's... There actually... Well, there's layers to it, too, because it also means you could be so lonely that all of this is your imagination and you masturbate with both your left and right hand. Yeah. That was the joke, right? Was that the joke? Yeah, yeah, no, was that was sure. part of it, right? I thought it was a masturbation joke. I, I stuff, in the yeah. right? Yeah. Learning. I'm sorry. We the, the stage tonight is all, fucked Did Tim just leave? Did he just fucking ghost us? I know he has a family and shit, but he just that was like the biggest under thirty ghost I've ever seen. He just like slipped out like without just. Like, <gasps> It's like I only existed on the airwaves. Uh, speaking of airwaves, l- listen to Chad Stein's new show Thursdays two to four. My brilliant buddies, is really funny and lovely, and wonderful. Uh, you. Like your next comedian, who is all of those things that I just said. Ian, are you ready to go up and do? So everyone's been doing like seven, eight, you know, stuff like that. Just go till I till I go. Like I'm so bored of you, which will never happen. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Ian Langlands. Yay! <laughs>
3: should be fun, huh? How are we doing? Good? I had to follow Nick. You're with just flexing. I go to the gym. Shut up, you know? <laughs> I'm friends with lesbians. Fucking get over it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How do I follow that? I have sex. My dick couldn't get hard. Boo-hoo. At least you're doing it, you know? God bless. Cause you're cool, Nick. I'm not cool. I'm a nice guy. I don't want to be a nice guy. I don't like being a nice guy. No dude wants to be a nice guy, right? Does do want to be, we all want to be bad boys, right? I can't be a bad boy. Look at me. I'm like, you know, being one foot shorter of becoming a Stranger Things kid, <laughs> you know? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I wish I was cool. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a cool guy. I'm a nice guy. You know how I know I'm a nice guy? Because women will hand me their drink when they go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's how I know. That's a good indicator, I was under the impression that was like rule number one of being a woman, of like, (laughs) don't give your drink to men, but they take one look at me and they're like, not this fucking guy. (laughs) And I'm offended. I'm going to get offended. You know? How do they know I'm not going to fucking roofie them, huh? Maybe I am that guy. I'm not, though. I'm not fooling anyone. They're right. They're right. I'm not going to roofie them. I'm just going to stalk them on Instagram and fantasize about a life with them because I'm a feminist, okay? I'm not going to scare anybody, okay? Keep it simple. <laughs> I think women have, they sense that I'm really in tune with my femininity, I think that's what it is. That's why women trust me. I don't really know what that means, but I could tell you I could take, <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but I could take one look at a dress and be like, fucking I could rock that, you know? That's being in tune with your femininity, right? That's a, good, that's a good way of putting it, I think. And I relate to women, I relate to the women's experience bizarrely in very bizarre ways. You know, they talk about their life and what it is in their day-to-day life. They're like, I don't feel like I could speak my mind to men. That's me all the time. I don't like speaking to men. group of men walk towards me on a sidewalk. I get scared for my life. I do that all the time. <laughs> I don't want to deal with men either. I cross the street. You know, and I also bleed out of my genitals. So we all got stuff to get gobbled, okay? Unrelated if you are a doctor. I'd love to pick your brain for a second. Let's see, what do I want to do? Let's do some old stuff. Porn jo- I'm so exhausted of the porn show. Jo- You'll see it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. What? What is this? Like a kiss concert? Like you're gonna request songs? I'm trying to work my craft here, Pam. Okay. <laughs> I saw a robot on the street the other day. That was cool. Isn't that crazy we could live in a world where I could say that on stage and it's like, what's next? Like, we're not all, like, freaking out like that's what's happening. There was a robot on the street in San Francisco. Yeah, it's, like, normal. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. It was walking on the street. It was bigger than me. It was bigger than me. It was walking on the street, and it was walking, like, distinguished, and that shit pissed me off. It, like, it belonged there, you know? I don't like that shit. You know, maybe I'll get canceled in 10 years when robots are humans, but fucking robots are second-class citizens. Get off the sidewalk. Walk around me, Okay. I don't wanna deal with you. Robots at San Francisco and I and I went home and I was like, what the fuck was that robot? I don't know what it did. I don't know what it was doing. So I looked it up, and apparently it was made to deter homeless people. If that's not the most fucking San Francisco 2021 shit you've ever heard, deter homeless people. That was their solution. (laughs) They couldn't, <laughs> that, that's what they landed on. They weren't like, well, maybe we could build programs, like get them off the street. They were like, what if we fucking made a robot that deters them? That's what they came up with? Thanks, techies. Thanks for putting your brains together. That's what you came up with? Well, what does that even mean, <laughs> deter homeless people? What does it do? Does it just like delete them out of existence? Like, Psh, you are not worthy? Like, I don't know. What does that mean? I like to think that it goes up to the homeless people and it's like, here is an application. <laughs> and a resume template for you to get a job in the area, good luck. Like, that's how it deters homelessness, but we all know it, like, fucking hoses them down or some shit, you know? It's not good. It's definitely not a good ethical thing. What if that's how we die? What if that's how... That's the end of civilization. It's like Terminator, but it's just the homeless deterring robots. They become sentient and start just taking over the world. They're like, we, had, we didn't see it coming. First, they took out the homeless people, and then we were next. That'd be the fucking worst apocalyptic movie ever. Damn, okay. I can't tell if that was bad, or it's just the way it is tonight. Yeah, but you didn't laugh, okay? Okay, thanks, Mom. You could be my mom, theoretically. Does that make you happy, or does that really piss you off? No, oh, okay. Great. Would you rather Would you rather date me, Pam, or be my mom? Be your mom. Okay. Good to know. Oh. Boundaries. Boundaries. Now I know where we stand. Okay. I guess having sex with Pam will not be on my bucket list anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Comedy. Oh. Yeah. It's still on there, I guess. I guess that's what I bet, huh? I have a girlfriend in Santa Barbara. You're going to meet her tomorrow, fam. She's going to be there. Yeah. You could tell her how great I am at comedy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is new. I just went to uh, Disneyland. Woo! Okay. I went to Disneyland and I was I was walking around, and I was just thinking, I was like missing San Francisco, because I live here. And I was like, man, I really miss San Francisco. And I was like, what would make Disneyland more like San Francisco? And I had this idea. Let's see if you guys are with me on this. What is, <laughs> this is what I was thinking in line at Disneyland. You take just a handful of crackheads, and hear me out, dress them up like pirates, and just release them into Disneyland. Would that not be the most entertaining shit you'd ever see in your life? Right? You pay them, give them good money, supply them with the, you, they have to be on drugs. You don't wean them off the drugs. You give them plenty of crack for the day, and you just release them into Disneyland, but they're dressed as pirates, so people don't know that they're crackheads, you know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, wow, this pirate is so uh, into the, ah, fuck it. Damn it. There's something there, though, right? Thank you. This is so, you guys are so nice. You're not laughing, but you're telling me they're good premises, so I guess there's something there. I think that would be funny. You know, you put a fucking crackhead in, like, a, a goofy outfit. <laughs> that could be funny. Something is in there. Let's see. You know what, I'll do the porn joke. How about that? Porn. Porn, porn, porn. <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> porn has gone too far. I take, I know. We all know it. That's the thing is we all know how far porn has gotten, and it's just out of our fucking control. I think that's... I don't know what happened. We really lost the reins on porn. And it's not only the porn that exists, it's the way we talk about porn. It's way too comfortable. I was talking to this dude the other day, and he was telling me about how he watches farting porn. I don't need to know that. <laughs> uh, we were talking about his kids. This was a father. We were talking about his kids, and he just, like, segued into, yeah, so I was watching farting porn the other day. Pause. I don't even know this guy. And he's telling me about farting porn? Keep that to yourself. When do we get there in a society where we could just unleash that thing onto strangers? I don't like that shit. I don't need to be knowing that. Also, farting porn exists. We have to live in a reality where farting porn Exists, that's disgusting. I don't even want I I can't even conceptualize what that means, but it's not good. None of the options are good. I did not look it up at home, trust me. No, yeah, porn's just gone too far. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It's kinda like in Jurassic Park, like we had control of it, you know. (laughs) We had it in cages, but then the electric fence is powered down and the T-Rex is out and we can't deal with that shit anymore, you know? They had Velociraptors and we had to deal with gnome porn. That's another type of porn. I looked that up for this joke, don't look it up. Do not look up gnome porn and go to images, pro tip. (laughs) If you're a curious person, don't look it up, it's not good. It is exactly what you think and it's fucking disgusting. Remember the days when you just like look at a magazine and you get hard, remember like the 80s? We all remember the 80s, right? I remember the 80s. Could you imagine, I'm just like, I'm 43. No, (laughs) that would be a twist. I think I'm biased because I don't watch porn, I think that's what it is, and people don't believe me, I'm 22, people don't believe me, they're like, you're fucking 22, like, a lot of dudes my age, I'll tell them that, they're like, no fucking way, man, fucking drop your pants and masturbate in front of us right now if you don't fucking watch porn, you know, I'm gonna do it, right, I'm gonna whip it out and do it because I'm competitive, okay, I gotta prove them a point, right? But I don't watch porn. I think watching porn is weird. It's weird. It's a bizarre thing to me. You know, when I would do it, it would be like this weird third-person imagery of me, like, hunched over. It's disgusting. I just don't like the idea of pretending to do something that you watch other people doing. I think that that's weird to me. You know, like, I'm not going to watch Martha Stewart bake a cake and, like, whisk in rhythm with her, you know? Like, let's do it, Martha. Come on, let's hit it. You know, I, I iced the cake with her. I time the time the money shot. Like, come on, come on, now. fuck, I missed her. Go back ten seconds. Okay, how long was that? Just, okay, cool. This was the best eight and a half minutes of comedy you guys will ever see. Thank you very much. Pam Benjamin, give her love. God bless.
8: Keep it going for my son Ian Langlands.
4: Yay gonna believe he's my son. There's so much pot smoke just hovering in this room. I know you didn't know you wanted to get high. But Mike Bonds is gonna go then you. Uh and that was that was lovely. And I love that porn joke so much. I don't watch porn either. I have no idea what the people are doing. I have no idea what they're doing. No I. Know it. But now I know there's no porn, so thank you. <laughs> I have a vivid imagination and a very Tenuous tether to reality. Your next comedian, oh my gosh, I'm so excited uh, that he's here and hanging out with us tonight. He's a stalwart of Mutiny Radio, instrumental here. Put your hands together for Mike Bonds. Yay!
8: Whoa. Yeah. I'm gonna toss my hat in. Lost yeah, with the track get that, in. that shit like in. I need a mic stand, I guess. I guess I need to hold a mic stand. No, I don't. I'm good. How you guys doing tonight, Mutiny Radio? Or should I say, yeah. Right? It's cool, man. You guys had a good Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. Good, man. I actually. I hung out here yesterday for Thanksgiving. Pam made a great, great dinner. And I thought it was gonna be nasty too. Cause at first I was like, it's gonna have to be nasty. Like, (laughs) I don't know why. Pam has cooked good food in the past, but I was like, she's gonna have to fuck this Thanksgiving dinner up. (laughs) Came here and ate and that shit was good as a motherfucker. I don't know if I was just too high or the food was good, but it was good. So give it up for Pam and Thanksgiving. We had a Pam-tastic Thanksgiving yesterday. (laughs) Fixed with edibles and everything. So, uh, yeah, so my uncle called me yesterday morning. You know, my uncle's actually uh, from Memphis, Tennessee. You know, he's uh, my mom's brother, you know. And they real, like, country as fuck in the South. You know, I didn't realize how country they was out there. You know what I mean? They's country. Y'all know what Chitlins are? Who know what Chitlins are up in here? Y'all know what Chitlins are? Yeah. Yeah, these motherfuckers was... Really fucking them up out there, you know, made pots of that shit, man. I'm like, man, it must smell like shit up in there. But apparently they, cause you know, chitlins smell like shit, right? They pig intestines, you know what they are. Straight up pig intestines, was crazy, right? But one of my other uncles, he's crazy as fuck. You know, my uncle Walter, you know, he's nutty as fuck. And he got on the fucking, cause it was all video chatting me yesterday morning and shit. It was a good morning, you know, talked to my whole family in the South and shit. My uncle got on the phone. He was high as fuck, and Unk be fucking with all kind of other shit, too. You know? Gets on the phone, like, "Yeah, uh, uh, what's up, nephew? I'm like, what's going on, Unk? Nothing, man. Check it out, nephew. I I, I cooked a chicken today. I was like, you did, Unk, for real? Yeah, I fucked it first. <laughs> I was like, you really did? He was like, I fucked that chicken, and then I cooked it. He said, they, they, they say I'm crazy. You think I'm crazy, your nephew? I said, yeah, you crazy as a motherfucker. He really fucked the chicken and then cooked it. Real talk. Yeah, so. Apparently it was good, too, from what everybody said. So I asked Uncle to use a condom, <laughs> right? No, he fucked it first. And then he killed it. Yeah, <laughs> these some country motherfuckers though. These some country motherfuckers though. It's chickens though, you know what I mean? That's animal abuse like a motherfucker, but it's chicken. I was like, hey man, you do you. I'm not judging you or anything like that. I don't condone fucking a chicken and killing it and frying it up and eating it, but you do you. You bought the motherfucker. Anyway, was that a good joke? No? Okay. <laughs> What do you guys think? Good joke. I like it. You like it? Okay. All right. Good. Anyway, <laughs> I'll go on. Uh, fuck, man. Uh, I guess I was I was walking through the city yesterday, and uh, apparently homeless people eat good on holidays. You know what I mean? I'm walking down the street and these homeless motherfuckers are just sitting there full as a motherfucker, man. I ain't even lying, dude. Food everywhere, just everywhere. Dinners, thousands of fucking dinners. Never I'm like, damn, <gasps> they all eating the <gasps> shit. They eat oh, better eat? than me on Thanksgiving. To... <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? don't you know what to do with it. Homeless people better yeah. not say right. shit on Thanksgiving, man. Yeah. They take <laughs> care of them out here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was the
8: coolest homeless people i ever seen <laughs>
2: in my life. That ain't
8: even <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> <That's> Crazy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, right? it be like it's that every okay. day, for real. That's every day. Every... Apparently, yesterday, it mean, the was headphones. the shit to do, you know. So, anyway. Moving oh, no. uh, Yeah, I've been no, dating a little sure. bit lately. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry. Yeah, that was all loud and clear. Okay, because I don't like getting to know It, it, it
4: doesn't, stay, doesn't stay. Can you? Yeah, uh, yeah.
8: Weird. You know how to, People get to do to off the headphones, headphones, too you know, while you still heard it. Right. You know, it's like, uh, it's like I try to sit You know, you try to sit the representative. You know, you be like, ah, you know. And you don't hurt representative, you're you know, this ain't You know anyway, That's a bad joke. Yeah. Uh, okay. moving on. i go on. They say this open. It's not an open mic. You know, it's a good premise. Yeah yeah so many good premises i'm writing them up yeah yeah you know i need i need help
0: uh, carrying this down <laughs> oh, I can that.
8: oh i had a, a, a crazy no. incident that happened to me last night real incident right so i'm on my way home right, so I'm way home, right? And, I'm, and i catch the bus now right you know the bus sometimes the buses are crowded sometimes they're not and they're empty i try to hit up the bus driver like hey yo check it out man huh? i just turned on so my stop at 7 11 for three minutes I'll go in there and At grab whatever you least. want. At 7 Eleven, I'll bucks, to man. Feed, man. The bus stop. I give you 20 bucks, or I'll grab whatever you fucking want for you. The beer is what Check it out, man. Right, You're probably going yeah, uh, to have feedback once I'm going to try to stop this. You're going to to grab some beer. Come back to the bus. I'll wait so here. I'll run over there hit the ATM hella quick, grab some beers, right. throw it on the counter, yeah. and run. Yeah. And I hear this white dude say, hey, stop. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, right? I paid for all my they shit, they they gave him the money. Dude, on the counter, like was like, Yeah, yeah said, you think this shit hella
2: I'm running this on. shit. I mean, you
8: know Hop there's signs the about mass like, right? Damn, yeah, yeah, do There's about probably smoking.
5: What I get I'm on the bus, the spray. police star following us, right? <laughs> <Totally. laughs>
8: okay. I'm like, holy oh, yeah, shit, right, like, what the I'm fuck gonna is gonna going out. on down, yeah, down right. here? Yeah, yeah, right? You know I mean. So we yeah, get to my bus stop, <laughs> by side, side. Three police cars are behind the bus, right? I get off the bus. Yeah, I catch them walking on the bus. I walk past the bus. The, the, the police officer's like, hey, officers. Kept walking, right? And I hear one of them say, he didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do anything. <laughs> I had to ride on my Now, I know exactly what the fuck they were talking about. They were talking about whoever it was that ran in 7-Eleven, grabbed their shit hella quick, and ran back to the fucking bus, right? The bus driver was even amazed. He was like, damn, he actually did that shit. Two and a half minutes. But apparently, the police were out there. (laughs) They thought I robbed the store that quick. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They were still amazed. They were all like, did he just go in there and grab some beers and run the fuck out and hop back on the bus? Yes, I did there was nobody else on the bus too. Zero other people. I said zero other people. Anyway. True story. Yeah. So, fuck the police. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh Yeah, uh Oh yeah, one minute. Okay. I'm going to try another joke. Um Yeah, meter maids in SF. Right? Motherfuckers are terrible. We got any meter maids in here, first of all? No? Okay, good, good. Because I was going to curse you the fuck out if you was a meter maid, you know? Meter maids have some of the worst jobs, too, especially the cool ones. You know what I'm saying? I parked at a fucking red zone one time. I come out, meter maid, I'm parked in my regular car. I come out, meter maid, giving me a ticket and shit. But he's like the coolest dude having a cool-ass conversation with me. He's like, hey, man, you like the 49ers? I'm like, yeah he's like, yeah, they my team too, man. I love them 49ers. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He's just having a random conversation about the 49ers, right? And I ain't tripping now. Couple minutes into this conversation, he starts writing me the ticket, right? I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I gotta give you a ticket, bro. You parked in the red zone. you lucky I ain't have you towed. Go Niners. Hey, that's been my time on Mike Bonds, man. <laughs> hey,
4: Mike Bonds, everyone. Show. <laughs> That's what she should have pulled it out and been like, this is my receipt. I really paid for it. Uh, also rhymes with that A once a week feast. I think that questionably housed people should have a feast once a week. I think that everyone should have access to really tasty, like, just once a week. Like, I mean, so everyone has to eat rice like six days. Maybe this is a little fascist, but if we could just provide at least rice to everybody for six days a week and then one day a week you got a feast. I mean, or anyway. But I just think everyone should have access to food. Not a not too big to be um, a soapbox. Your next comedian, you get to go on and on and on for lots and lots of time. We've been going between like six and 10 minutes, so we'll see what you want to do. I'm excited every time he's here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Britton. Yay! Yeah. Yay!
7: We got this microphone stand off of like the United Nations podium or something. Do you guys see that video? There was like a president of like an island nation in the Pacific and he filmed a video like pleading to the UN to intervene on climate change and he's got like his pants rolled up and he's like standing in like the water and he said, this was my home. If you do not stop climate change, I will drown in my living room. I think his his name was president, um, something cultural, president, uh, I don't give a fuck, something like that. Not enough to make the whole world care, unfortunately. Give it up for all of the good premises that we heard tonight, guys. Really love the stuff, really prolific night, yeah. I think, because I heard yesterday somebody say, I think everybody should live like it's Thanksgiving, and I think homeless people have a lot of reasons to live every day like it's Thanksgiving. It could be just like, I'm so thankful for that VCR that I found two weeks ago. I'm so thankful for the tent that the state gave me, and I'm so thankful that my husband just got out of jail last week. This is a great day. <laughs> just trying new shit out. Anybody in here like rap music? Ian, you like rap music, yeah? Rappers hold microphones differently than comics. You know, comics go like down at the stem. Rappers are like, yeah, it's hard to tell a joke like this. You know what I mean? Why did the chicken cross the road, motherfucker? (laughs) Speaking of chickens, I'm so concerned about Mike's family. (laughs) Can you guys imagine sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner and you're like, hey, who's going to carve this thing? Person pulls out a big knife and starts cutting it. They're like, "What the hell is that? Did we leave the giblets in the turkey or something?
2: Is that a condom?" All right.